This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up, everybody? My name is Russell, and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Kevin Feige's reaction to Disney's response to Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow lawsuit. J.K. Simmons returns to the DC Universe as Commissioner James Gordon in the Batgirl movie. Marvel Studios' Hawkeye has a new release date. And Taika Waititi's Flash Gordon animated movie is being reworked into live action. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige is reportedly angry and embarrassed over Disney's response to Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit, feeling the company did not do enough to make it right with one of Marvel's biggest stars. In the What I'm Hearing newsletter from former The Hollywood Reporter editor Matthew Bologna, Feige apparently lobbied Disney to keep Black Widow a theatrical-only release not to upset Johansson. Feige is a company man and prone to corporate showdowns or shouting matches, but I'm told he's angry and embarrassed, Baloney reports. He lobbied Disney against the day and date plan for Black Widow, preferring the big screen exclusivity and not wanting to upset his talent. Furthermore, the report says that when the thing hits the fan, the movie started tanking and Johansson's team threatened litigations. Feige tried to get with Disney to make this right with her. Scarlett Johansson, who played Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, since 2010, filed a lawsuit against Disney alleging the company intentionally breached her contract when it decided to put Black Widow day and date in theaters as well as on Disney Premier Access. According to Johansson's legal team, a large portion of her salary actually depended on the box office performance for Black Widow, and when it was decided the film would also premiere on streaming, Disney failed to renegotiate her contract. Johansson is one of the most important actors in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which Feige has spent over a decade building. Given how much the two have worked together, Feige's stance isn't too surprising. Disney did hit back, however, saying in a statement that it fully complied with Miss Johansson's contract and the lawsuit is sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the COVID-19 pandemic. Johansson's team says she may have missed out on over $50 million in pay for the streaming movie, while Disney says Premier Access significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that J.K. Simmons is reportedly in talks to reprise his role as Commissioner James Gordon for the upcoming Batgirl movie. The Hollywood Reporter says the Oscar-winning actor is already in talks with Warner Brothers as the studio is looking to beef up production for a 2022 HBO Max release. 
Simmons previously played Gordon in Justice League, a DC Extended Universe movie. If he returns, Simmons will play the head of Gotham Police Department as well as the father of Barbara Gordon, aka Batgirl. In a height star, Leslie Grace has been cast to take on the role of Batgirl with director team behind last year's Bad Boys for Life set to helm the feature. Given that the last movie Simmons appeared as Gordon was a DCEU movie, there's a chance that Batgirl will be set in the same universe as Zack Snyder's Justice League instead of the upcoming Batman universe starring Robert Pattinson. Though given how DC plays fast and loose with its interconnected universe, this isn't necessarily a guarantee either. And if that's the case, it won't be the first time Simmons jumped across universes to play the same role. There's a lot of universe shenanigans happening at DC anyway. The upcoming Flash movie will include both Ben Affleck's Batman as well as Michael Keaton's Batman, along with newcomers like Supergirl. Up next, IGN reports that Disney has revealed that Marvel Studios' Hawkeye will premiere on Disney Plus on the 24th of November, with new episodes arriving each and every Wednesday. Entertainment Weekly has also shared a first look at the new series, which stars both Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye and Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Hawkeye, which will be the next live-action Marvel Cinematic Universe series following Loki, will bring Hawkeye face-to-face with the young archer Kate Bishop for the first time. Kate is a 22-year-old kid and she's a big Hawkeye fan. Renna tells EW she has a wonderfully annoying and equally charming manner about her because she's such a fangirl of Hawkeye. The relationship grows from that, but the biggest problem for Clint is Kate Bishop and the onslaught of problems that she brings into his life. Originally created by Alan Heinberg and Jim Chung, Kate Bishop was first seen in the 2000s in Marvel's Young Avengers comics. In the comics, Clint Barton, who Renner plays, was dead and Kate Bishop took the mantle of Hawkeye. However, he did return because of the comic's magic and the two starred in the Hawkeye solo comic by Matt Fraction and David Aja that ran from 2012 to 2015. Renner is just as excited as anyone for Steinfeld to become Kate Bishop and has been doing all he can to welcome her into the MCU. That was always my role, outside of acting in a thing. I was protecting her and giving her the cliff notes on how it goes with this kind of filmmaking. Green screen, superhero life, all that stuff, Renner says. I just wanted to protect her because there's a lot of physical stuff. She's a wonderful actress, a wonderful human, And I can't wait to see all the cool stuff that she's able to do. The final reports of the day. Reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN states that Taika Waititi's animated Flash Gordon project is being reworked into the live action feature. 
While promoting Disney's latest film, Jungle Cruise, producer John Davis shared that Waititi has changed his approach to his sci-fi adaptation of the influential comic strip. The 1980s Flash Gordon is one of Waititi's favorite movies, Davis told Collider. He initially said to me, let's do it animated. And I said, okay. Then we got into it and started developing it. And he said, no, let's do it live action. And I said, even better. Waititi has spoken about his adoration for the 1980 adaptation of Flash Gordon before. While guesting on Joe and Anthony Russo's Instagram series, Pizza Film School, Waititi cited the Sam J. Jones starring space opera as one of the primary influences for his 2017 Marvel film Thor Ragnarok. While Waititi has a busy schedule ahead between the upcoming release of his soccer comedy Net Score Wins and post-production work on Thor Love and Thunder, Davis is confident that the director will return to Flash Gordon sooner rather than later, citing how involved Waititi is with the project already. Waititi is writing it, so when somebody writes a script that they're going to direct, they're obviously going to really like the script, right? So you get a big leg up, right? Davis said. We've been through the development process, not the writing process, but he laid out in great detail the characters, the movie, the way in, what's it about, the tone, all that stuff. Look, he does a lot of movies, right? Believe it or not, he can do a couple of movies a year. Flash Gordon began as a Depression-era comic strip that followed the adventures of polo player Flash Gordon and his struggle against Ming the Merciless, the tyrannical ruler of the planet Mongo. While the 1980 adaptation performed poorly at the box office, the film has since found a cult following. A live-action Flash Gordon television series also had a one-season run on sci-fi from 2007 to 2008. Hollywood has been attempting to mount a Flash Gordon feature for several years now, with Kingsman director Matthew Vaughn and Overlord director Julius Avery attached at different points. Waititi has tapped to develop an adaptation in 2019. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for the pop culture news I tweet. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast on whatever streaming service there is podcasts on them. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.